Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you from the International Broadcasting Conference in Amsterdam, and I'm joined by Will Law, Chief Architect of Media Cloud Engineering at Akamai Technologies. Welcome to the program, Will. Good morning and welcome. So Akamai is in the heart of content delivery and media cloud, but tell me about what your specific role is at the company and what you're delivering for Akamai. So I work in the media division at Akamai, and we're a large CDN, and it used to be CDN was the cloud on your diagram, and we simply move files one place to another. And we still do a lot of traditional web delivery, but now we have a very quickly growing security division as well, because we realized our network's actually in a very good position to apply safety features and security for web content. And then there's the web division, which is the one I'm in. That's the one responsible for the vast majority of the traffic that we're moving over our network. You talk about vast traffic. I mean, the statistics about the growth of video on the internet are astounding. How is that reflected in Akamai's business? So we see it directly. I told an interesting anecdote on stage yesterday. So I think in the year 2000 or 2001, we hit one gigabit per second across our network. (laughs) And people were enthralled because this was the days of 56K modems. And a gigabit sounded like an awful lot of traffic. We just said two months ago, our network peak record was 80 terabits per second. Wow. That is an 80,000-fold growth in 19 or 18 years, which is a tremendous growth. And you think of what other business or industry or any sort of logistics corporation handles a growth of 80,000 times and still functions. And even more amazing is the protocols and the distribution scheme we used back in 2000 are essentially very much similar to what we're using today. So HTTP and the internet as a distribution mechanism is highly scalable. I know a lot of people in the broadcast industry question the ability of the internet to scale up to deliver UHD to every home in the world. But the fact that we could, in 2000, if I had told you, we're going to grow 80,000 times, you'd probably shake your head and say no. Mm-hmm. And then if today I tell you from 80 terabits, if we're going to grow 80,000 times in the next 20 years, it's equally incredulous. Mm-hmm. But it's a linear growth map and it's rational. So I think the internet's a great foundation for distributing content. It's evolving. We go from HTTP 1 to HTTP 2 today, HTTP 3 is coming up. But the fundamentals of transfer and the packetization and segmentation of video as a delivery mechanism, that's proven to scale quite dramatically. Akamai was at the middle of a very interesting demonstration at IBC talking about pushing the limits of what's capable over the internet, an 8K VR real-time streaming demonstration that involved Akamai, Intel, and some other companies. Tell me about why this was something that was interesting for you to get involved in. Well, we left out two buzzwords, blockchain and AI, so (laughs) I'm just joking. Um, It was a very interesting project. So it's a long-time partner of ours, which is Tiled Media, Mm -hmm. and they're looking at the challenge of how do you represent a virtual environment remotely. So we had a speaking session yesterday on the stage and we wanted people around the world to feel like they were in the audience. And this is new for events, but it's a very common idea for sports. You want to be in the front seat in the basketball game or or anywhere else. So you need very high quality to do that because instead of just representing a small square of the world, you've got to represent the entirety of the sphere in which you're sitting. So they had two 8K cameras. You could choose the view. And they were outputting video at 240 megabits per second from the show floor here in Amsterdam using Intel-powered servers to do a primary layer of encoding. That goes up to Akamai ingest servers, six different ingest servers we used. 
and then we distribute that media over our distribution network, and then people around the world could tune in and watch it on a VR headset. And what they watch is a 4K subset of the 8K produced image. Wow. So we're not streaming 8K to everybody, but what we do is take an equirectangular view, we wrap the world into a flat sheet that's 8K in size, and turn it into a grid. And this is Tiled Media's approach. And that grid, every item on the grid has a low quality and a high quality image. And I'm simplifying it dramatically here, so Tiled Media can correct me later. And then as you put on the headset, the headset's figuring out which portion of the grid you're looking at at any one time. And for the portion in your field of view, it's pulling the high quality tiles. And then it's pulling low quality tiles for the rest. So that as you move your head, it shows you a quick rendering of the low quality, so it's instant. And then it replaces it with the high quality as you move around. So yeah. our job as a CDN is very challenging. We have to get that high quality tile to the headset within 65 milliseconds. Wow. And they need actually a 25 millisecond time to start rendering the first frame. So we're dealing in delays now that are in the same order of magnitude as the round trip time of a TCP packet. So it's really pushing the boundaries of streaming. And it worked. So people were sitting in California watching us. Now it's not so exciting to watch a group of men and women on stage talking, but you extrapolate that out to sports, entertainment, concerts, Formula One racing. If you can be in the driver's car and look around in real time while he's racing, that's pretty cool. That is very cool. When you look at what Akamai is delivering for clients, how far off are we from this demonstration to bringing this into the mainstream in terms of experiences like you've just described? So people say, oh, you can't deliver 8K to everybody. That is entirely true today. We mm -hmm. can't. Mm -hmm. But we can certainly deliver 8K and 4K to a good subset of the internet. And that's the beauty of the internet. It's not like a broadcast commitment, which is everyone must get everything or they can't get anything. With adaptive media, I can deliver 100, 200 kilobit videos to people on a mobile phone in Indonesia. And I can be delivering 8K streams to somebody in Stockholm. So we have the ability to detect the level of connectivity that they have and deliver an appropriate entertainment experience to them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people today, the threshold for UHD and 4K is reaching mainstream adoption. There's probably more than half the people in a major city can comfortably receive a 4K stream right now. And I'm talking 4K encoded in HEVC, which would be 12 to 18 megabits per second. So... It's a reality. And the beauty is, if you don't have the bandwidth to get 4K, we can give you 1080, 720, 640, 360. We can work our way down and give, deliver you the best experience you can get at this point in time. So to get there, it seems like you need to be able to deliver that low latency at scale. And what is Akamai doing in terms of investing in the edge network deployments to make this happen and to deliver that type of compute capability so at the really end. really what separates Akamai from all other CDNs. So a lot of CDNs will tell you how many pops they have, points of presence, 20, 30, 40, or 50 around the world. Akamai has roughly 2,300, and it changes every month. So we are deeply deployed inside every ISP in the world. Mm -hmm. And our goal is to have our edge network as close to the end user, your home, wherever you are, or your work, as possible. And that's expensive. It's far cheaper to put 100,000 servers in a warehouse in Denver and serve the United States. Right. But the round trip time's higher. And one of the challenges for media delivery is to reduce the round trip time because with TCP, your throughput is a function of the distance you're having to travel, the packet's number of hops. So by shortening the distance to the edge server, we remove some of the congestion that's there and we can deliver higher throughput. With higher throughput comes better quality experiences. 
Now, obviously, this is reflective of a long history of collaboration between Akamai and Intel. Why is that partnership important to Akamai? So, you know, we use a lot of Intel-based CPUs on our network. And I'm not in our platform division, who are the ones who orchestrate the hardware partnerships. Mm -hmm. Our platform team provides the platform, and then we as the media division get to use it. So I'm separated from the hardware selection side, but I do know that we run Intel across the board. We use a lot of CPU, and the trend now is to start leveraging GPU as well for processing. We're not doing a lot of that in media because we're not actually encoding content within our edge. So we're trying to focus on the delivery side. And for us, memory and other metrics like bits per watt is very interesting. Bits per watt is, you know, it's not formally defined, but it's a rough measure of how many bits can I output from a server while consuming a certain quantity of power. And we're very sensitive to how much power we use because it's one of our biggest operating expenses after people I think electricity and actually buying bandwidth are our two other largest costs. And if you look at our network output, as I mentioned, it grows. So it's been growing 30 40% a year going up. But you look at our power consumption for the last five years, it's flat to down. So that means we're getting more efficient. With every watt of power consumed, we can output more bits to the end user. And that's a function of the efficiency of the CPUs that we're finding and the systems that are incorporated in the servers. When you look forward and you think about what you've seen at IBC and what you've been talking about with other folks in the industry, where do you see us in a few years in that trend of the macro growth that you just described since 2001 and where we need to go in the future? The next three years will look pretty much like it is now, but the video quality is going to be better. We are really starting to finesse QOE, quality of experience for end users now. And people were very tolerant of buffering because it was the internet. But that's not the case today. People are very surprised if their television has any sort of interruption nowadays. And we are seeking that five nines level of reliability in the internet. And we're starting to implement mechanisms. So your video is going to start almost instantly. It's going to look awesome on no matter what device you're on, and it's not going to rebuffer. And those are all absolute statements, and everyone can offer anecdotes as to why that isn't the case today. But rather than we're going to be surrounded by VR video all the time in three years, we're not. We're going to mostly consume an awful lot of 2D, but it's going to look great, it's going to sound great, and it's going to be a buffer-free experience. And that's the work we're doing is to make that happen. And to make it happen, there's thousands of little things. There's no silver bullet. If we do that, media just works. You know, it doesn't. In fact, there's a thousand reasons why it doesn't want to <laughs> play nicely for you. We have to knock them off one by one. Very nice. Well, it's been an interesting conversation. I've learned a lot about where the trends are going. And I've always been interested in Akamai's business. You've provided a nice view on what you guys are doing with media. Where can folks find out more information about Akamai and engage with the team? Our website, www.akamai.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. 